We must destroy in order to repeal. Wake up, you might as well. Like, <laughs> Lauren was dropping bomb at the bomb in this song, man. Let's see, what what is it? Um... Cause mine own eyes can see Through all your false pretenses But what you fail to see Is all the consequences You think our lives are cheap and easy to be wasted as history repeats so foul you can taste it and while the people sleep too comfortable to face it your lives are so incomplete and nothing can replace it. I mean, <laughs> man, why don't you rebel? I'm going to go ahead and put it back on because I already know y'all don't want to hear my voice. But why don't you rebel? Why don't you rebel? Fret not thyself, I say Against these laws of man Cause like the Bible says His blood is on the hands And what I gotta say she was like well are you satisfied <laughs> well are you satisfied rebel why don't you rebel why don't you rebel man Lauren Hill <laughs> why don't you rebel why don't you rebel? I'm going to go ahead and get into the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm done. Why don't you rebel? Why don't you rebel? This episode contains 
expletives. I am cursing, although I may be articulate and some of it is coming out inarticulate as I listen back to it several times, but I think the message is clear. Um, I initially wanted to edit myself and then I thought that this came in a very raw and pure state. And oftentimes when I edit, I am clear, conscious, and in full clarity. I don't think the message would be clear if I edit. This episode has curse words in it. If you're offended by curse words, please stop listening right now and let somebody else tell you about the podcast. Thank you. Okay. So this episode is going to be called Anger Management. Now, I'm going to be talking about a lot of things in this episode that a lot of people may find offensive. Good for you, because I was uncomfortable listening to it. I fucking wanted to edit myself. Who the fuck wants to edit themselves? I'm cussing. I already told y'all, I'm going to be cussing. And I'm sorry. If you can't get past the cuss words, but the message is there. And sometimes when I don't have curse words in it, as Lauren Hill say, I add a motherfucker so the ignorant niggas can hear me. Because everybody doesn't hear the same thing when words are spoken. So, yeah, so. Um, this, this particular, um, podcast is just a space. I'm creating a space. Um, this is not the last time I'll talk about this particular topic. I'm actually going to talk about it again, but I am, I am creating a space and I want people who, um, are vibing on the same frequency. I want you to come and know that this space is for both you and I to evolve and grow together because I still have some growing and deconstructing within myself to do as do everyone else. But the process of me deconstructing, I started with my mind. I started with me first. Um, and because I understand me, I, um, I know that I am not alone in this fight. Although I am alone in this moment, I am not alone in this fight. And I think that People like me and vibing on the same frequency, we need this space. We need to understand that we need to have a space that we can come to and um, vibe out. So, yeah, um, let's get into it. I, I acknowledge that my communal, my communal aesthetics has shaped who I am as a person. And there are some things that I am still deconstructing and decolonizing within myself. The most beautiful part about it is, is that I am aware that I have um, social contracts that I still roll with and um, socializations that I still abide by. And yet there are people who do not acknowledge that and who will not acknowledge that. And um, I, I, I feel like this is this is a space for people who understand that your your inability to acknowledge within the black community that so um racism and heterosexism um 
our systems of oppression that are used by um, the patriarchy that black people um, are essentially using against their own members of the members of their own community. And until we can actually acknowledge that this is going to be a space for those people who who find that infuriating and who really want to um, work as work collectively to um, to bring that awareness into the minds of the community and understand that you saying that you saying out of your mouth, why are people why are they looting and burning down their own neighborhood? Um, looting doesn't solve anything. Or um, are people who are bringing up um, black on black crime in this moment, um, in this global rebellion, in this moment of frustration, in this moment of outcry, in this moment of like anger, people who are bringing up black on black crime or asking the question, why are you looting or burning down your own neighborhood? Like you, my brother and sister are a part of the fucking problem. And I need you to wake the fuck up. Now you are not, the only section of the problem that needs to be addressed. We also need to address all of these white people who are sitting and standing idly in their homes, who in public demand that they are um, liberal and allies to the black community And yet your silence says that you are unwilling to give up the privileges that you are afforded because of your skin color. That's what your silence says to me, which lets me know that you are not an ally and I do not fuck with you. You are a part of the problem. So I needed a space to just assist in this deconstructing process while also liberating me and giving me the freedom to be who I am um, without regard and concern and consideration of the communal um, social contracts that there this I mean this fucking respectability politics that's going on right now like Really? Like, really? Really? Really, motherfuckers? Y'all actually believe that shit. Now, I will say this. I watched the the Killer Mike. Let me tell you something. I am just going to play just a small, brief part of this Killer Mike um this killer mic recording and i just want you guys to just fucking check this out because it wasn't just dr king and people dressed nicely who marched or protested to progress this city and so many other cities it was people like my grandmother 
people like my aunts and uncles, members of SCLC and NAACP, and in particular, Reverend James Orange, Mrs. Alice Johnson, and Reverend Love, who we just lost last year. So I'm duty-bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. It is time to beat up prosecutors you don't like at the voting booth. It is time to hold mayoral offices accountable, chiefs and deputy chiefs. Atlanta's not perfect, but we're a lot better than we ever were, and we're a lot better than cities are. I woke up wanting to see the world burn down yesterday. Tired of seeing black men die. He casually put his knee on a human being's neck for nine minutes as he died like a zebra in the clutch of a lion's jaw. And we watch it like murder porn over and over again. So that's why children are burning to the ground. They don't know what else to do. And it is the responsibility of us to make this better. Right now, we don't want to see one officer charged. We want to see four officers prosecuted and sentenced. We don't want to see targets burning. We want to see the system that sets up for systemic racism burnt to the ground. Killer Mike for president, for sure. He laid down gospel, but I have not shed real tears regarding black boys and black women being murdered by the police since Trayvon Martin. I haven't shed one tear since Trayvon Martin was killed. And it was almost like my tear ducts just dried up in regards to this. And in that moment, I realized that I was tired, mentalized what is going on and what is actually happening before our eyes and what it is going to take for us to just wake up and say something. I had to, I had to, I had to shed that away. So I kind of sort of like, I would gloss over it. I kind of sort of put myself in a glass house and said, oh, okay, that's over there. And a lot of people are doing that. But that's the problem. That is the problem. So the moment I realized that I had become the problem in the situation I had to find a healthy way because that's unhealthy to compartmentalize that shit and say, oh, this, this, that's happening over there. That, that ain't going to happen. In, the shit happened in my neighborhood. The shit happened in my neighborhood. He was killed on Thanksgiving Day two years ago at the whitest fucking mall center in the city. And they let his body lay out for hours 
and it was like a multiple pan it was like a panoramic view of his his death being on the internet and that's when I realized I was like this is murder porn so last night when I watched Killer Mike at that press conference in Atlanta and he acknowledged that us continuously watching this and passing these videos of our black brothers and sisters dying is porn an addiction, a, a, a sensational feeling that we have with watching people die. That shit fuck with my head. And I was like, like, I am not the only one out here feeling this way. So I was like, let me get back on here and do what it is that I do best. And that's run my goddamn mouth. So we finna run our mouths about some things. That's it. Welcome to Anchor Management. First, it was Amara Aubrey, black man in Georgia, lynched by three white men, brought three white men in broad daylight in Brunswick, Georgia, while jogging. I say three because the man who filmed the murder is also liable and also a murderer. Um, also, if those three black, if those three white men were black men, the person recording would go to jail simply as an accessory. You were culpable in the crime for not reporting it and not stopping it and then also filming the entire thing. So, yes, all three of you motherfuckers is murderers. Then in Tallahassee, um, they didn't have four fucking shootings. Uh, cops then shot four black people in a span of a month. Um, two of the fucking murders happened with, within 14 days of each other. And, um, one of them was a black trans man who neighbor said the police mistaken as a black woman. So that's some bullshit all in itself. I'm not even finna fucking go there. Then you motherfuckers kill Breonna Taylor. A first responder killed by the police in her own fucking home in Louisville, Kentucky. At the police forced their way in her home. Did you hear me? The motherfuckers kicked in her goddamn door. Talking about they were serving a motherfucking search warrant for a narcotics investigation. Um, of which the main suspect and um, main suspect of interest was motherfucking arrested before y'all did this bullshit. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. I'm calm. I promise. I'm calm. <sighs> All right. And then on Monday, the 25th, George Floyd, black man murdered by four members of the slave patrol in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The video went viral showing um, one particular policeman with his knee on his neck while the black man was handcuffed face down on the ground. So where was the threat? The officer who also had multiple, multiple complaints filed against him in the process of his career that the police department felt unnecessary to address at all. Also, a few days later, it came out maybe like today is a Saturday, maybe like Friday. 
yesterday or Thursday, it came out that the officer who had his his knee on George Floyd's neck, they worked together at as um, security officers, um, security guards or security officers at some local company. Really? <sighs> See, I can't, I, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot with this. I cannot with this. But there is currently rebellion in like many of the major cities in the United States. And the the interesting thing about it is that when it comes to the communal aesthetics of the black community it is automatically assumed that the social contract to be docile the social contract to be respectable the social contract to present yourself as tamed and unwild and unsexual for the benefit of the the white community um, that it always comes into a play. It always comes into play. And then in, when all actuality, it's an excuse not to get involved. It's an excuse to uncompartmentalize the bullshit that you actually believe that what's happening out there does not affect you in your home when it does. This is all bullshit. And I'm so absolutely tired of our community Laying blame to the victim, laying blame to the victim. Also, the motherfucking police. Let me tell y'all something. So CNN just reported this maybe like, what time is it? 30 minutes ago. Breaking news, charging DOC. Floyd being restrained by police and underlining health conditions contributed to his death. Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking telling me that you motherfuckers expect to have your neck, your knee on a motherfucker's neck for nine minutes. And he is, it's his responsibility to live through that shit. And you motherfuckers ain't figured out that motherfucking racism is a motherfucking mental health condition. The fact that you would actually type that motherfucking shit is damn ridiculous. Really? Really motherfuckers? His underlining health conditions is the motherfucking reason he died. You suck. <laughs> that is, I mean, the quote says, the autopsy revealed no physical finding that support a diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. Mr. Floyd had underlining health conditions, including coronary artery disease and hypertensive heart disease. The combined effects of Mr. Floyd being restrained by the police, his underlining health conditions and any potential intoxicants in his system likely contributed to his death. Now, to whomever penned that fucking quote, I'm speaking to the motherfucker who had the audacity to take their medical education and the oath they made in becoming a doctor, the oath that says do no harm, 
to any human. It is my hope that you tap dance in hell with gasoline draws on because you out of order to whomever pin this goddamn quote. You is out of order because you, one, need to have your medical license revoked because you have mental health issues and the mental health issue that you have is racism. That is the mental health issue that you have. So you need to go ahead and return in your 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 idea, whatever it is, and call it a day because you are done. Whatever moral, ethnic, whatever ethical boundaries that you have set for yourself, you crossed them. And if you didn't have them and you don't understand how you crossed the boundary with writing this, then you will doubly tap dance in hell with gasoline draws out because bruh you say the combined effects of mr floyd being restrained one the combined effects of mr floyd being restrained by the police his underlining health conditions and any potential intoxicants in his system likely contributed to his death. (laughs) (laughs) This shit shit is so fucking absurd (laughs) that I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) It's like, you know what? So... Okay. Yo, this shit is so fucking absurd that I don't even know. I don't even know how to say this. Like this is this is um this is the problem. <laughs> like this fucking statement. This statement, this statement is the problem that I was just speaking about. This is the problem. Systemic Racism is the problem. White people who don't understand that not the fact that you are willing to maintain and appreciate the privileges that your skin allows you by not speaking up to this bullshit. Y'all are the fucking problem. This is the motherfucking problem. Let me tell you something. We should have a fucking fair. And what's absolutely crazy, this shit been going on all week. And everybody all out willy-nilly and dilly and dallying and shit. And we still in the middle of a fucking global pandemic. But this bullshit got to stop. You, the, okay. All right, I'm gonna figure out how to get this language out to y'all because it is it's not coming right now. Look here. 
The autopsy revealed no physical findings that support a diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. Well, one Mr. Medical Examiner, medical examiner, motherfucker, you took an oath that says do no fucking harm. The autopsy revealed no physical findings that support a diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. Well, the physical finding to support that is a viral video photographed at the scene from the beginning to the end for nine minutes that reveal that he had his motherfucking knee on his neck for nine minutes. Okay, so go ahead, prepare yourself to go sit your ass down somewhere. You can't do shit else for the rest of life. But take your ass to motherfucking some homely ass Walmart and the goddamn corner store into that little box ass church that you go to. And you need to pray. Um, cause you is out of order. Lie number two. Mr. Floyd had underlining health conditions, including coronary artery disease and hypertensive heart disease. So which which one of these issues um, under duress? So you saying that because he couldn't take the pressure of a knee being on his neck for nine minutes that it caused him to go in physical duress and um, his heart start over pumping and overcompensating, trying to assist its lungs to expand as they actually should when you have proper breathing airway. So because his neck was constricted, and he was stressing about it and trying to get our way, you know, our way through. He caused himself a heart attack. That's what you're saying. Okay. Are you sure that's what you're saying? That's what you're saying, right? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So he shouldn't have been, he shouldn't have been stressing. He, his, his physical his physical body shouldn't shouldn't have been shouldn't have reacted to the threat that his mind sensed that his mind was witnessing. He shouldn't have his he shouldn't have he shouldn't have had a physical reaction to that. He shouldn't have started sending signals to his other body systems to assist him in this process. He shouldn't have done that. Right. He shouldn't have done that. He should have just laid there calm. While a motherfucker had his knee on his neck and not said shit. That, that's what he's supposed to do. Would you ask your motherfucking brother to do that? Would you ask your white cracker ass brother to do that? I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Okay. Okay. So let's go on. The combined effects of Mr. Floyd being restrained by the police. His underlining health conditions and any potential intoxicants in his system likely contributed to his death. Okay, 
So any potential intoxicants in his system likely contributed to his death. All right. So the combined effects of being restrained by the police. So the combined effects of having a knee on your neck for nine minutes. The fact that he had coronary artery disease and hypertensive heart disease. So the, the combined effects of having a knee on your neck for nine minutes, having high blood pressure as the result of being black in America, no black living in the United States, and any potential intoxicants in your system, in his system. So with having the, a knee on your neck for nine minutes, having high blood pressure as a result of being black in America, and having beers and drinks on Memorial Day likely contributed to your death. You think, you think, you think, you think. So, so it is this man's fault that he wasn't able to maintain a motherfucker having a knee, full body pressure, a knee, full body pressure on my neck for nine minutes. I, I'm the reason I died. Let me tell y'all something. You gotta, you gotta wake up and see this. You gotta understand that that type of rationale is, isn't, isn't a healthy, balanced rationale. It's, it, it lacks a space of accountability. It lacks the mental awareness of acceptance for who you are, what you've done and where, and what you can do. And this ain't it. This ain't it. And white people who sit idly by while this type of shit happens, you are the problem. It is not my place to tell your white auntie about racism. It is your place, white allies. This is this is your time. You motherfuckers want to co-op some shit. This is the shit to co-op because it is actually your shit. That is your fucking purpose as an ally is to speak up. At all times. But some of y'all are so comfortable. And relish in the privileges that your white skin allows you. That you are murdering yourself. I need y'all. I need y'all to get in tune. 
with your lack of accountability. Like we are all in this fight together. And to my black sisters and brothers who feel like the looters are the problem, they are not. Do I believe in reactionary behavior? No, I do not. But I understand it. And because I understand it, I do not judge. I just know that if I was still in a space of being reactionary, I would probably be out there on the front lines tossing shit as well. But that is not my duty. Nor is it in my place to say that they are anything other than right. Would I do it? No. Do I understand why they are doing it? Hell yeah. Will I support them? Hell yes. I've been cash apping shit all damn day. So take yourself out of a place of judgment. And stand in the moment of understanding and having compassion. There are ways, your ways of coping are not the ways of others. So in knowing that and having that understanding, you stand in a moment of compassion and all our responsibility, knowing that we understand and know why, why they are doing it, that we stand in the gap for them. Just as, the, just as we are collectively rebelling in all facets against the patriarchy, we still have to maintain our foundation and our grounding. We still have space holders for us who are praying, who are requesting the presence of the ancestors on our behalf, even when we're too crazy to even think about protecting ourselves in a spiritual sense as well as a physical sense like yeah go out there hell yes if you feel like going out there take your ass out there but be safe about it and protect yourself and know that these people aren't playing like honestly the last thing like I know the governors, the politicians are motherfucking pulling strings and being puppets and deploying the motherfucking military. But honestly, there are more people in that military line that are just praying that you maintain composure. That when you rebel, if you bust out the windows of the car, don't set that shit on fire. Like they are hoping that you are smart enough to just rip up some stuff but not do too much damage because they they probably the last thing that they're probably wanting to fucking do is have to put their hands and use weapons of any type against you for expressing yourself in the manner that you are and that's just my take. That shit might not even be true, but that's just my take. If I was in that situation, that that's the mind state that I would be in. That is the mind state that I would be in. So look, that's, that's your fucking homework for this week. I mean, yeah, that's your homework for this week. Check yourself. Find out where you are. Figure out what your stance is. 
understand that. Check your ethos. Find out if you're okay with the ethos that you're living in right now. And if you are, then cool, that's fine. If you're not, do something about that shit. Become a human shield for someone in any way. I'm not talking about physically. That shit could be physically, mentally, or spiritually. Become a physical, become a shield for a black person. Find out what that means for yourself. And, 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 and enact it. Because the only way that we move forward is by acknowledging the privileges that we all sit in and that, that we all rest in that we are most comfortable with. And I'm telling you, like, look here, I have pleasure. I have privileges that I enjoy, that I, that I am absolutely satin, that I'm not having the ability to take complete control of right now. And it's just crazy. But at the same time, I'm like, shh. I must, I can sit still, but I, I just, yeah, I just need everybody. I just need everybody to go sit the fuck down and, um, take a chill pill. All right. Peace.